Welcome to PT Shop Talk, where a couple of folks talk about therapy, family, movies, music, sports, and everything in between. Remember that this podcast represents the opinions of the hosts and guests and should not be taken as medical advice. The content is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Everyone is a unique and special snowflake, so please consult your healthcare professionals for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. We take every effort to ensure that the information presented is accurate, and we welcome any comments, suggestions, and corrections of error. This podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to, establishing standard of care in a legal sense, or as a basis of expert witness testimony. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome everybody to episode 53 of PT Shop Talk. On today's episode, we talk leadership, new approaches, challenges we've overcome, persistent issues, philosophies, and how much do they really matter? Do they differ between us? And we finish out with our top five work slash professional pet peeves. So sorry for everybody that works with us. You're going to find out how much we hate you today. <laughs> I'm Casey Adson. With me, as always, is Nick Lumberg Doling and Jeremy J.T. Marlin Van Klompenberg. Welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. welcome. Yeah, welcome. Oh, these top fives aren't directed at anybody specific because you nope. don't listen because you're not supportive of me. So that's yeah, lots so of generalities. I think no also, a, also a pet peeve. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the support. Yeah, my top five. Karen, <laughs> I can't believe you do this at work. <laughs> no, I'm not, not overly glad. specific. Oh. No, I was going to no, say, I'm no, glad you're getting as I'm not gonna name personal as I am. <laughs> yeah, putting uh, everybody's name and phone <laughs> number on the list. If you'd like to call Karen and tell her how shitty she is, it's 701-866, whatever, whatever, whatever. I almost gave up my phone number mm-hmm. by accident. Boy, that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> well, I was going to point something out to any of our YouTube viewers. I'm excited about some new wall decor I got from our clinic move. Oh, so, stole yeah, some the stuff. So the, cow, Already. the cow is down. Oh, I kind of like the cow. That is a portrait uh, that my brother-in-law, Kyle, got me for Christmas a while ago. A few years back. It's been in the clinic. So, as you aren't aware, we, we changed locations. Yeah, it's been there for a long time. A long, long time. Um, so, that's new for their office at home, but not new to the clinic. And then... Up there was a nice little Valentine's gift my wife gave me. Can anybody tell me who that guy is up there? With, uh, is it John C. Riley? I can't even tell. Yes. It looks What's like the character's name. Do you remember? Dr. Stephen Brule. A little little cartoon network show called Check It Out. 11 minute shorts. Fantastic. You can get them on HBO Max now. So, one of my favorite things to watch. Back when Cartoon Network had, it's like cool adult programming, the eleven minute stuff. Yeah, Tim and Eric, all that fun stuff. Yep. Yeah, it was an offshoot of Tim and Eric, actually. Children's Hospital. It's good times. I don't know if they still do that stuff, but yeah, check it out. Yeah, so we're recording uh, February fifteenth. How did Super Bowl go for you guys? You guys watch it? You're familiar with it? You heard of this? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Did you watch? Did you, did you not watch, Jeremy? Did you see it? Uh, you know, I watched. Did you care uh, till the half? Okay. Um, I did not. Hot take. I didn't watch the halftime show. Nor did I. Um. Oh. Yeah. 
Yep, heard it. Heard there was some controversy. Um, oh, maybe not. Really? What would you hear? Uh, it was an uh, an older patient said that they there were some actions he thought was pretty nasty. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's exciting! Yep. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I thought it was I didn't watch it. For, yeah. See, yeah, yeah. But then uh, I I watched the first drive for the second half, and then here and there in, in the second half, but. It's tough for me because it's like it might as well be any other Sunday game if the Vikes mm-hmm. aren't playing. And it's just yeah. like a lot of pomp and uh, circumstance well, for a game I really don't care about. I think I think it's a step above that. Like I obviously get more depending on the teams that are playing. I, I actively was rooting against Philly, so as was I mean, I. yeah, Philly fun. sucks. Yeah, you know, Philly they're sucks. just so proud to be dicks. Um, yeah. <laughs> so good for them to lose. Um, Couldn't happen to a better team. Right? Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe the Packers, but maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I probably the most Super Bowl I've watched in years. Actually, my kids were all into it. Uh, probably big shout out to Michelle who found an online game like Super Bowl Bingo, mm. and it was the 2023 edition. So it was like a five, you know, your five by five square, and about two thirds of it was. You know, football, like in-game stuff, penalties, like 35-yard touchdown, receiving touchdown, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other third were all, like, related commercials. Okay. So mm-hmm. the kids were really into it. Um, and it made me into it, too. You know, like, tracking them. And Maddie kept asking me when. She's like, has there been a delay of game yet? <laughs> no, okay. no, those are pretty rare. Those are those don't really happen in the NFL. And then sure enough, it, I think Philly got one in the third or fourth quarter. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we did like the prop bets with the kids. So we went over to our friends and they have three kids that are about the same age as our kids. So they just did the prop bets for candy. Uh real con real controversy right away. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, with the score called back. <laughs> that, that, first? Oh man, there was there was a roller coaster of emotion when that happened for sure. But yeah, I, my buddy's uh, middle daughter. Um, she she likes candy. That's her thing. Uh, <laughs> and she happened to miss like the first three times everybody got candy. Uh, who won the coin toss? First to score. Um, yep. Yep. Those were some of the things on this bingo. Card. I don't remember what yep. the other one was, but like <laughs> after the third time, my buddy's like, "Oh, you get candy. You get candy." She just ran from the room screaming. <laughs> well, it's good to learn early on that you know gambling can be uh, yeah gambling it can be sucks. a difficult thing. That's yeah, what I told her I was like it hurts, doesn't it? Gambling. Yeah. Jeremy's all about the <laughs> life lessons. Yeah. Imagine if that was money. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. Um. No, we had some. You know, well, a cool moment was two of our kids, Gunner Madeline, had a defensive score. Ooh. And, yeah. And. Like I'd already explained it to Madeline. She was like, "What? What does that mean?" You know, and I explained, you know, defense either. Hey, it's never gonna happen. Don't um, worry about it. And I'm like, but right away she's well, her <laughs> it's response even more rare is, than oh, a that's never gonna happen. And I, and I told her, I'm like, actually, there's been quite a few of these plays over the years in the Super Bowl. <laughs> they usually stand out. They're big time plays. Um, and there, there, honestly have been. I mean, if you look back, it's not like every Super Bowl, but they're not incredibly uncommon either. Um. And then maybe an hour later, Gunner asked me the same thing. And he's like, oh, like right away, like this is going to be hard. And I don't mm. get it. And you're like within a minute, 
<laughs> that um, that dude for that safety for Casey picks it up and runs it in house. And I'm like, there you go, it's right there. And he's like, really? Like, really? Like, yeah, we'll, they'll review it, but I'm like, yeah, looks like it's gonna stand. Cool moment. And that dude cool almost moment. had another one. Yeah, he had a big game. Yeah, yeah. He's a elevate, elevate thirty-two. What's his name? Uh, thirty-two. I just looked it up. Uh, he actually went to Missouri too. Um, huh? So he's kind of a hometown guy. So yeah, yeah. Because he was Nick, a was the Nick Nick Barton. Nick Bolton. Bolton. Yeah. Yep. Was that Michael's brother? Am I right? Was the next one like um, hmm. whether the guy took a couple steps and they reviewed that and they they called it off. Yeah. Like you didn't make a football move. Mm. It's a yeah. weird thing. I hate those calls. Yeah, because the guy caught it, took a step, like turned forward and everything, and then he got, you know, jacked up and uh, gave up the ball, coughed it up. But he said it wasn't a football move. That's yeah, frustrating. I don't hate the refing in that game. I know there was some things I thought it was a fine game for the most part. But same, same. I don't know. Like I thought it was yeah, ironic. Greg Olson was Greg Olson was so up in arms about that holding call being made at the end. You know, saying he probably should have let it go. But he was the same guy in like the second quarter. Juju got it was like a third down and something. You know, and Juju got held pretty blatantly. He's like, you gotta let around. it go. You gotta. And he's like, game, they're just letting him play. play. They're just yeah. letting him play. And you know, big time games like this, um, <clears throat> you know, they're gonna let him play. And it was like, well, right. Penalty, I just wish they, if you saw it, if you, if it was the right thing to do, and Tony Dungy had a good take too. He's like, he's like, you don't, um, he's like, yeah, it was a hold. Was it the worst hold? No, you know, but it was still a hold by the letter of the law. You could see his shirt being pulled. And um, he's like, but you don't not call it because of the time of the game. He goes, that would be mm-hmm. like on the previous drive yep. saying, well, they shouldn't have called Kansas City for offsides on that fourth and two. Yeah. Because there was, you know, four minutes to go in the game. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You should call the game the same all the time. And it yeah. stinks sometimes when a call like that in a lot of ways decides a game. a game, but allow them to salt it off, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 No, it was uh, I thought it was a good Super Bowl. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh did you see the drama that ensued yesterday? He uh he came out on Twitter and it was like Who's uh, he? Who's he? Did you? Juju. Okay. Juju. And um put like this uh Valentine's Day card and is like hold me like uh whatever the dude's name is for the Eagles. <laughs> and, then, oh, and then uh Love it, love it. <laughs> I did too. A- That's awesome. AJ Brown came back at him and he's like, Man, you, you were out of you're on your way out of the league until Patrick Mahomes, so don't act like you ever were <laughs> anything, you know? And, so there's a little bit of back and forth, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's maybe going too far. That you know, they do just kid, and then you do something personal like that. That's a little people just can't. Take yeah, it's it. kind yeah. of petty. It's kind of petty. It is. Do you guys see what the the other quote that I I enjoyed more? I guess it's more lighthearted. But you guys heard about what like Jason Kelsey said to Travis Kelsey afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. F you. F you. F you. Congrats. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, when they were talking about Donna and like, who are you going to cheer for? And obviously she's not going to cheer for either one. And she's like, first thing is one of them is going to have her dreams crushed. It's like, yeah, maybe, but they, to their credit, each has already got a ring, you know, 
It'd, mm. it'd be different if like Travis just got a second and Jason had a zero, you know. But they each have a ring. I mean, pretty blessed. Freaking and billions of millions yeah. and millions of dollars. They're doing okay. <laughs> they're, they're oh, right I lost the game. Yeah, Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, he's just throwing money away on FCC fines nowadays. <laughs> yeah, he's he's trying to set up that. He, he's trying to be the next Gronk. Yeah, you know? doing something weird like that. I'm with pro wrestling, and he's already yeah. stealing, like, I don't know. I don't know if I love that as much. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm just a hater, but it, play it the game. Cool. You are. I agree. A little bit. Well, you are. With you, Casey. I'm, I'm a little torn. I didn't mind it during the AFC Championship game because he called out the mayor who was like already, you know, when they're calling Kansas City, like what, Burrowville or whatever, Burrow City, whatever yeah. it was. Um, that part, okay. All right. I can get on. I, you're having fun with it. Yeah. Um, right back at him. But like the Super Bowl, I thought that was, now it's almost too obvious he's trying to become like, a, kind of generate a personality. Mm-hmm. You know, like not one of you. Predicted us to win. Not one of you said we were going to win. Like, actually, Nate Burleson predicted them to win. And did you guys see that? Mm-mm. Like, apparently on the NFL Network, Nate Burleson predicted Kansas City to win 38-35. And um, had predicted them to have a dominant second half. So, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Back, <laughs> back to the yeah. future, too. He grabbed the almanac on the way out. You know, yep. yeah, you know, no, <clears throat> that almanac was only 1950 to 2000. <laughs> he went back to the back, you, to the back to the future. You, you had me, so he went into 2055, yeah, mm-hmm. he went 2001 to, back to the future of 2055, grabbed it, came back to the present. It's confusing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's science, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's grounded in physics. If that helps. <laughs> Great movie, oh, string, string theory. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's vibrating like you wouldn't believe. Oh, unbelievable! Shit's <laughs> oh, so it. confusing. I hate time yeah. travel. Yeah, yeah, but you just go with it. I mean, yeah. just have fun with it, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't say I hate it. I I hate. When they over-necessarily the complicate time travel. Jeremy. Boy, how, how, do Jeremy. Think, how do you think the pyramids were made? By aliens oh, from the future. A lot oh, of man. dead slaves would be my guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Casey's probably correct. Don't believe yeah. the, the uh, truth that's smacking you in the face. I mean, you don't have to believe it. Whatever. Well, why, would you, like, why would you go to the past to make a pyramid? Like, when, What was the point of that? Didn't you Maybe see we're stuck in a predator? loop? Isn't it like a hunting ground, training ground for predators? <laughs> Plus, I don't yeah. know if you've seen all the <laughs> stuff we're uh, shooting down in the skies these days. Well, yeah. oh. Tough time. Tough time mm-hmm. to be a hot air balloon enthusiast, for sure. What do you think they are, Jeremy? We should, we should switch. From they shut down. They, no, they shut down. Uh, we, we had a little national alert. You know, they shut down the airspace over Lake Michigan. And then they shut it, shot it down over here on. So, no, um, I don't know. Um, I don't know what they are. Um, I feel like the government could probably clear it up pretty quick by just saying, but yeah. And I, you I think they really it. don't know. You don't know no, necessarily I think what they these know. things are, but it's where they blow them down. 
Yeah, they have to know, right? Like, why wouldn't you investigate? They have to. What like, if it's a bomb? One. What if, it, what if it's a bomb? I agree with Casey. Send a drone what if it's just? There? What if it's just Citizen Jeremy up in a little hot air balloon? <laughs> yeah. Old balloon boy. Your dad said you well, I think the time of your I life. Think you're probably doing slightly more research than that. I don't. I don't know exact. that they're just enough <laughs> to know what it is. Yeah, like, I agree. Well, you're on your way to the South American <clears throat> Falls. Uh celebrate your <clears throat> dead wife and you got a boy scout and a dog with you. See I mean, what he's doing here, yeah. And boom, you've mm-hmm. been exploded. That's so sad. your segues all end up in movies. I see it. Well, yeah. that is that oh you found <laughs> the theme of the oh. day. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not a new routine thing I'm doing, no. Let's mm-hmm. uh very, no, it's not I a know. subtle tonight. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great movie though too Up is a very that's probably my favorite Disney Pixar movie mm, gotta be right up there with me that um, opening montage of their life together will make me tear up every single time yep every time. I like it it's so I well like done it that, that should have been like an Oscar winning short in and of itself the music and everything yeah. it's like kind of bittersweet it's like oh, yeah, yeah. Climbing up the hill and she falls down to her knee. But it still doesn't answer what those UFOs were. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not a house uh, flying through the air. I'm guessing it wasn't a house. Um, But yeah, it seems like more more to come. The whole thing's (laughs) weird to me because even if it is like a Chinese spy balloon, they're really using balloons to spy on us? I can go to Google Earth and look at Jeremy's the... backyard right now. Did you see? Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> the train derailment. I didn't see that. Everybody's trying to tie these things together. Oh, that in Ohio or whatever with all the chemicals. I'm gonna... Is that what you're talking about? I don't. I didn't hear about it. Is it that what you're Ohio? talking about, Nick? The yeah. Chemical yeah. spill. Yeah. They burned yeah. off. You see those Something's videos? Going on. Creepy. Like the sky's just black. I'm gonna rewatch Independence Day right after this. Uh, I think it's deeper than that. I think it's more insidious than Independence Day. I'm waiting for a cloudy day, and then you see the ship. Oh, oh. waiting for it. Waiting for it. Because it's because that would make for an amazing action film, <laughs> right, Casey? No, it would not. I mean, that one scene would maybe be amazing. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. I'm back. <laughs> it's a whole, Randy, it's a bad movie. Randy. Oh come on! It's not good. It's not good, guys. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I'm not. Uh, I don't know if it's. It's good. Something else that's maybe not good. Uh, also, two fifteen today. You guys both obviously survived the Tines, the Valentines, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. You guys yeah. do something special, Nick. You're a sweetheart. You had to have done something, right? I got Michelle some of her own wall decor that was uh, very heartfelt. Okay, um, there you go. So did you, you go to the Hobby Lobby? You go to the Hobby Lobby? I know you too well. Uh, um, you just no, be a I, personal shopper I, for Nick. I know. Worked all day, worked all day, and then pretty much went straight to back-to-back wrestling practices. And very romantic. You know, got home and ate supper. Um, yeah, we had very little time together. Yeah. Not our That's best Valentine's Just Classic a regular Valentine's. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. How about you guys, though? Mm. 
I went uh, flowers, uh, chocolates. Um, and then my wife got me an edible arrangements delivered to work. So I got to munch on some chocolate covered strawberries at work, which was nice. Uh, and then okay. we got a heart shaped pizza from Papa Murphy's and uh, ate candy and ate pizza with the kids. Yeah. You know, I'm also it, and you Jeremy. baked it. Jeremy. Uh, worked all day. Um, mm-hmm. I got Amy some flowers. Um, and then basically I picked the kids up from daycare. We drove to Muskegon. Took, uh, got some B dubs and drove back home and we ate it. <laughs> Valentine's. That was our Valentine's. Huh? Yep. yep. It was spicy. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. See, you how do you get 62 have... wings to show Nick who's the boss when it comes to wings? No, uh, I ordered 20 boneless and <laughs> ate about eight of them. Whoa. Yep. What's Showing some restraint. Yeah. I know. I know. That's, that's just personal, personal restraint, growth. huh? Personal Because you can't tell me you were full. No. I could have eaten them, eaten them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of you. Hey, Thank you, just you. Put them in your fridge like a responsible adult when you were done eating. Yep. I, ate I don't even know what day. this is like. Yeah. So you're just like, yeah, I'm not full, but I probably eat enough to survive. I'm going to be done. I know I had eaten enough to survive. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's something I just never experienced in my life. I must, did it yeah. feel good? Did it feel empowering? No, I like eating until I'm almost sick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's all I like, know. yeah, I'm more like this. <laughs> like, I I live in a in a tube of disappointment because if I eat too much, then I'm disappointed. But then I'm like, I probably could have ate more. Yeah. Um, like, were you able to sleep circle. that night knowing really there was twelve wings in your fridge? Yeah, I I like I tried to pump myself up and say, you know, this is gonna be really good tomorrow. Like, I glad I'm glad I have that in the fridge. So, yeah. Uh, did you eat them? How some today? Yeah, they're gone. All yeah. 12 of them? Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't feel so bad. It's good Valentine's. Yeah. That's nice. That's good. Yeah. Well, good. I'm not a Valentine's hater, though, by any means. I think, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of guys get that rap where we're like, bah humbug when it comes to it. But I was honestly, I don't know why you guys was going to ask. Have you ever in like a super serious relationship over Valentine's Day until you met your now wife? rephrase the question what do you mean like so had you ever celebrated a valentine's day with a woman other than your wife oh no 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 this this stallion was running free yeah i have time for that george i had a a number of like (laughs) short-lived relationships but none of them were ever over valentine's day really so by the time i finally celebrated one i'd already been with michelle for like 10 months 11 months maybe yeah and um like committed so it was like oh this is actually kind of cool this it's kind of fun because she was all about it and you know when your partner's all about it like let's go yeah you might be on to something i mean i couldn't stand going on dates with people that i didn't like think were lifelong companions i can't imagine what a valentine's day would have been like with somebody where it's like "Ah, boy it's not gonna work out i mean well i wonder do you you think people still you think people like still date like where you barely know somebody and you're like, let's go to dinner and a movie and get to know each other. No, you think everybody's just online chit chatting now and then they're like huge. married. You think so? That's huge. Or, you, or they've just known each other through school or whatever already. And I don't know. So you think like less like, than 50% of the population dates? Why? 
I'm not the expert. I mean, I've been married almost 20 years, so it doesn't mm-hmm. mean, no, I don't, I don't you know. You got patience, you chit-chat. You don't yeah. have your finger on the pulse. No, that's where I'm going. Like, everybody, they either know them, like, socially already, you know, and then they just end up in a relationship, right? At least hmm. that's the story they tell you. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, but yeah, I, but I look back, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, because every date I went on that kind of fit that, contextual mode of like yeah you know you barely know each other you saw each other in a college class and then it's like yeah we want to go to dinner something okay yeah and um it never worked out it was always weird it was always a little awkward you know you ever do the blind date going in completely blind cold call no no No, i did uh i did that with like a double date (laughs) yeah mine was a double date as well not a double blind My buddy, no. the gal he was seeing, yeah. her friend, yeah, got me. Her girlfriend's got a friend. She's going to love you. You're going to mm. love her. And it was like, that also didn't work out. Yeah. I, yeah. And neither did my buddy and his gal. Um, but I did I did nothing to help that. We And we went to a movie for a blind date, which horrible. Awful. It's a terrible idea. Awful idea. Well, and then uh, like. And cinephiles like you and me, we want to break it down, right? Yeah, like, and I want to sit there. Good, and, bad. I want to enjoy the movie. And she was like the first one to sit down. So she sat down. (laughs) Then it was like my buddy's girl, then my buddy. And I was the last guy. I didn't want to walk in front of all three of them to go sit by this gal. So I sat next to my buddy. I was going to enjoy that movie anyways. You're trying to play it cool. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be like too pushy. It's Yeah, this is a delicate balance. said like three words to this lady. And then after the movie, it's like, yeah, should we go out for drinks? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go home. I can remember. I got, can you even remember the movie? What was the movie? Identity, I believe, is the name of the movie. John Cusack. Ever John see that? Cusack, good movie. Yeah. yeah, it was. My mind was blown. Least, I was at like, least this afterwards, is... you could go out and you could be like, "Hey, that was a pretty good mystery, right?" Or when did you think? When did you realize uh, the twist? We went gal, to freaking Planet was... of the Apes. <laughs> okay. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> of the Apes. It was awful. We get done, and it did was you go like, with, "Hey, any of you guys like think those monkeys were kind of sexy?" Did you drop that line? <laughs> we we went we did that and I think we went to TGI Fridays for like oh, dinner afterwards. It was Abby's. dinner and drinks and it was like, this is uh, what do you guys think of that movie? Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Okay. Hey, could you believe it was Earth the whole time? <laughs> the whole time, mind blown, yeah. mind blown. Yeah, yeah. no, that John yeah. Cusack movie. And then the chicks didn't. That, that was good. The women had no idea it was a remake either. Oh, I'm not saying no. like, but still, it's like that's you're not you're a cinephile, we're, right? Yeah, you're we're like, not gonna get along. No. Yeah, I could tell after that after we watched that movie when we we're in the lobby chit chatting. This is going nowhere. I'm going home. Sorry, it was yeah, nice to I, meet you. Sometimes it, you can't get it over fast enough. Yeah, like, I'm sure she. I could tell she felt the same way. I mean, we were not. This was going nowhere fast. We were not going to make it to Valentine's Day. Jeremy, any of those? Did she, did she drop? You or? No, no. I'm with Casey. I was like, I was, I ultimately looked at dating as a waste of time. If I'm like, if I couldn't see this, if I could not see myself with this person for a long time, like, I don't know. It's a waste of time. I don't know. Yeah. Playing the field drew zero desire for me. Yeah. But. But we've had this conversation, Jeremy. You and I, we we went to party to party. Nick, Dole we would have been the, the best prowl. of friends. 
Yeah. yeah. Dueling was no, prowling. I wasn't yeah. the only one on the prowl. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you make it sound like everybody but me and Jeremy. That was the whole goal. No, of I, whole I thought Jeremy and I agree. I thought Jeremy, I thought you and I agreed a little bit on that. I definitely would have been uh, close. Well, yeah, there's some of that, but the. <laughs> I'm not saying I was like a sexual predator to you. Oh, no. <laughs> Come no. On. I'm not insinuating <laughs> that. Like, like Nick was dumb. Bummer out there with. <laughs> yeah, get into the cab, ladies. Lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just like oh. an 18 pack of Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just never, uh, ever like really a end goal of mine when I went out. So, no, I was just, I was usually trying to see how many beers I could smash. Yeah, how it quick. literally had to fall in my. It lap was never mine until maybe. I could... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to be organic, though, right? You just had to. Those were decision if you're even gonna sometimes you wouldn't even know if you're gonna go out till eight o'clock at night, right? Oh yeah. Jeez. I loved uh off the cuff. Now I don't wanna I don't wanna be outside of my house after eight o'clock. Oh tell me about it. Not far off. No. Yeah. Yeah, Yikes. we took like I took my staff out uh, to go bowling and it was like, oh boy, what is it like? Midnight? It was 7.20. I was like, I'm not, I'm gonna call her. <laughs> I felt the? obligated to be like the last person there. I'm like, you guys, he's probably get going, huh? I mean. You know why you felt obligated? Because you're a good leader. Because you're a good leader. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I knew why. Oh, thanks, I knew guys. Why. Yeah, I tried to set you up. That's a segue. Mm-hmm. I didn't, even, softball I didn't even reference like Big Lebowski because you talked about bowling or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. made it up. Stayed on track. Stayed focused. That was nice. Yeah. Take notes. Yeah. Let's uh, move on to our main topic: <laughs> uh, leadership uh, updates or changes or just uh, philosophies. How things look. Uh, Nick, this is kind of your your topic. Maybe to lead. You want to shoot maybe some start questions? Out like... Ooh, maybe I shouldn't have chose you to lead, Nick Doling. You're breaking up. Exploded the internet. Bit. Jeremy, how is uh, how's your leadership? how is it yeah um <laughs> I, I, I like to think it's okay yeah, sorry sorry <laughs> inter- touching up well, well are you with us touch and go yeah jeremy was just telling us about his i leadership. think i am i can hear you guys very well oh, okay jeremy tell <laughs> now, us about your leadership yeah if you had a leadership what would you call it uh this is what happens when nick disappears success how i oh but would success? you have like a fun name though? I mean, something along the lines, like the uh, you just go SS Success or you go the SS Success. I mean, how do you go with that? I I think I'd put it SS Success. Okay, I like so that. it's just a play on success. Yeah, that's good. It's a good leadership. What would you name your ship? I don't know. I sh- I should have been formulating an answer after I asked you that question. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's a. I gotta give myself a pat on the back. That's a great question. Um, man, but I just don't want to go like you went so plain with yours. I want to have something cool. Then it's okay. You're direct. That's your good. That's your leadership style. That's good. Mine's gonna be ridiculous because positivity and uh, team building. That's that's how I rock. Um. I don't know. I'll come back to you. I'll have one before we're over. I'm gonna write some. I'm gonna jot some things down. What would you name mm-hmm. your ship? Um, leadership. What would you call it? The No BSS. 
I actually, I was going to say the, the SS no bullshit. The Ooh. SS no BS. Mm. I like that. I like that. It rolls off the tongue a little. It does a so little bit. You guys you'd have to do some high. font things because otherwise it'd look like snobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, until yeah. you see it on the side of a boat. A little yeah. yachter. You never know. That's why yeah. I have guys like you around wordsmithing and identifying those things. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. No. no. All right, Nick, any, you're, you any seem any back with us. You, you want to start? This thing for real now? I fired off. Yeah, I can start a little Q and A on it. Yeah, sorry. Apologize for okay. my terrible internet. Hopefully, that's a pet peeve of your guys's later. It's one of mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so over internet. So what's next? We covered this topic, Jeepers, guys. What four to six months ago, at least. Um, maybe we start off. So since then, have you had any any eye opening moments or changes of heart on what you thought you might have had ironed out? Because and the backdrop for me is like, as you know, I feel like life's always ready to humble you, you know, and when you feel like you got some stuff really figured out and you feel like you really know your team and you can anticipate, you know, responses to things, responses to initiatives, it's always like, you know, God's ready to say, ha, ha, buddy, you think you're so smart, but um, I got a little curveball your way, you know, have you guys experienced anything like that over these last like you know, six months? Yeah, I think for me, it's uh, when you talk challenges, it's always tough because you you spend a lot of time clinic-wise, at-home-wise. I mean, I think for me, that's the hard thing about being a manager is shutting it off. I think it kind of always sits with you. So we've always have things on the horizon because if you're not growing, you're dying. Um, And you got to be prepared for stuff. But um it's tough you 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 perseverate on things you you come up with these plans you redo the plans you come up with other plans uh you meet uh maybe with your peers to go over the plans and they change and they evolve and you get to this point where you're like this is such a good plan like i can't believe i came up with this in some ways like i'm killing it uh and then you present it to your staff and they're like that's pretty shitty like that's the worst plan i've ever heard crickets maybe or <laughs> yeah right the look the look of opposition. like um you know we're midwest so uh, unless i'm actively looking for conflict it's like hmm okay that's the plan huh? and then after Ooh. you know yeah after the meeting <laughs> then you get like the emails the phone calls the text messages like the hey can can, yeah. we, can we meet um i think that's yeah. still still hard for me um i can't say like i take it personally but it's just that moment of frustration where it's not a frustration at my staff it's frustration at my message like yeah this plan's good i know this plan's good i've vetted this plan out i put time into this plan and i feel like we're missing something because you sit down and you talk with them and you're like yeah there's just like this weird communication piece that I'm still missing or like my delivery is just not hundred percent what I want yeah. it to be. Cause I feel like you're not grasping what I'm grasping, which anytime you've had a conversation with somebody, it's not leadership or not. When you feel like they just don't get it. Yeah. That's so hard. That, that's still to this day. You, you, know, you just want to shake. You just yell louder. <laughs> you just, if you talk <clears throat> louder, so you don't go in, you don't go in your it. office and like hide away. Like, Ben Stiller and heavyweights. You guys remember that movie where he goes off? 
It's like, what's the matter? <laughs> well, I'm screwing everything up. I've got it all. <laughs> well, I think no, the problem for me fault. is... They're the ones that are wrong. Yeah. So he talks himself into just leaving it. I don't, like, I don't have a private space to scream, you know, uh, share office with everybody else. So there isn't any of that. I mean, I can go to a treatment room and shut the doors, um, which is typically what I do for privacy. But I don't know. It's privacy. Privacy. <laughs> I put you a sock on the doorknob. Um, that's how <laughs> they know. Like, uh, yeah. I do, but our, our walls are paper thin. So if I yelled, everyone would know. So. <laughs> Oh, I can't yeah. imagine a guttural Van Klompenberg just scream. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty scary. Yeah. Pretty like scary. That. When that comes from the subcockles, that's a traveler <laughs> for sure. No, I'm with you, though. Uh, yeah, that's a challenge. Like when, uh, yeah, you feel like uh, what you're trying to relay isn't, you know, isn't either fully understood or um, maybe it's understood but not grasped um and uh i I, you know i struggle with that same thing too and i I was gonna ask you why why you think it is like and i'm like i i am a people person so i like i don't like i'm you know minnesota through and through um i don't like conflict Uh, i like i want everybody to be happy but that's just not like there's obviously time and a place where that's just not going to be a reality like most of the time but i I think you You've developed that ability, though, to understand that, like, conflict maybe is going to be there. Let me even back up. Maybe it doesn't even have to go to a point of conflict if you can address the issue without demeaning the person, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the art to what we do. And it's not perfect. I mean, you're still going to you're still going to deal with other human beings that might interpret it still pretty harshly. Right. Yeah. 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 It's kind of the, the, uh, um, Amy and I were talking about that the other night too, and I'm guilty of it too, where like, if, if, uh, I can jump to, if somebody's like critical of me that I got, like, I take it as a personal attack on myself versus like the action. Um, and so I think sometimes I project that as well too. And, and I'm like, and so I probably, I probably dance around things more than I should. Um, honestly just in in order to try to keep peace but then you know like that's not always the long-term thing too right like the longer a behavior goes on the a lot of times the harder it is to change so yeah yeah very true yeah i will say i'm i'm lucky through the years to identify staff that like you can, I'm not going to say first relay the message to, but when you feel like there's those crickets, you can kind of sit down with that person. And I don't want to say a liaison because that is one of my pet peeves is like this imaginary. That's a top five. Yeah, I know. I know. And I don't, it doesn't quite make my top five anyways, but like this imaginary line in the sand between management and staff. Um, and so I, I hate that sometimes I have to have that, but I do feel like there are staff where you can like sit down with them, really work it out well, and then they can disseminate the message without having to meet with like every one of your staff individually. Um, and that has helped through time to recognize one or two people mm-hmm. that can really champion things for you. 
Um, yeah, but or just definitely. because yeah. you realize, like you you realize, like when you relay something, if you're in a meeting and you're like, "Hey guys, this is a initiative that we're gonna do," and you know whether it's the look or even if somebody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, great," like you realize there's gonna be feedback when you're not in the room. <laughs> yeah, right? like there always is. So you know, again, even if you can have that person where you can say like, like this, like honestly, this is why we're doing it. Um, to have that other person just to reinforce that too, after you leave the room to be like, guys, this is a really important thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, so it, it isn't just something that goes off the rails too. And, Oh, can you believe that we're going this way or trying this or doing this, et cetera. So, yeah, it sucks when that person hates your idea. Oh, that's the one time that it's like, Oh yeah, that idea was shitty. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Now what do I do? Yeah. but Sometimes people <laughs> read the writing on the wall. Read the writing. Oh, well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, fired. maybe we got to go back to the, the drawing book. But yeah, but, I mean, uh, I'm not saying every idea I have is great, so I do appreciate yeah. the feedback. But but there's also like there's also something to be said though about people who hear like we've talked about this too. They hear an idea by the time we're regurgitating it to them, like we've had a lot of ideations of it, <clears throat> iterations of it, excuse me, and um, they're hearing it for the first time. And, yeah. and I think as most at least most people around here are wired to change. It's it's a, almost defensive right away, unfortunately. Yeah. A little bit of defensive, a little bit about like mm, skepticism, like how is this helping the company only and not me? Pretty sure there's some reason here, right? Like we, we talked about with the new incentive program, um, addressing different members of the team. And then sometimes they just need a little time to reflect. And Casey, I think we saw a perfect example of that today, week over week. Um, you know, just communicate with an individual who just needed a little bit of time to process it and understand it. And um, I, I really believe it's going to get better over time, you know? Yeah. 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 And that, that's a great point, too, the giving people time to process, you know, without pushing, you know, either if they seem like they don't like it, it's okay to talk a little bit, but it, I, I do find some value in like, let's think about it a little bit i'm not pushing it off let's have a meeting tomorrow about it or next week tuesday nine o'clock i'll put it on the schedule yeah. If, you know um yeah because people do need time to process and i'm introvert so i probably can appreciate that more than anybody i i like time to process and because I, I have some staff that get hot pretty fast on things um mm-hmm. and i think I, mm-hmm. i'm pretty good at talking and calming um diffusing but, it, but yeah. it does put me in a situation too where man they're really hot about it i can't not talk about it and figure something out i need time to process because you know a lot of times that hotness comes from maybe left field i don't see it coming so it's tough when they're an extrovert i'm an introvert and we're trying to have that conversation and trying to come to something that isn't going to sit and fester over the weekend or yeah um yeah. you know create dissent um amongst staff or amongst myself so mm-hmm. uh, that's a struggle too but i feel like i've gotten a lot better at that over time um yeah. motivational interviewing i think is big for that stuff too trying to really get to the root of it the root of the maybe the fear a lot of times i think a lot of it's fear um and not so much the issue, you know, the surface issue, but like, what are you afraid is going to happen if we go through with this? Or, you know, 
what do you think is maybe you know some of this underlying stuff that's going to make this hard to accomplish um it's been interesting with some of that staff that gets hot fast as we've had these conversations through the years they kind of know it's coming now but in some ways that's good because they're like i know what you're going to ask me and i have thought about it like we get less of no. the explosive explosive heat i i think we've just I, i've been pretty lucky i've had not much staff turnover in my time as a manager um mm-hmm. So I think you get better at conversing with each other if you're willing to, <laughs> too. Yeah, if you're both committed. Yeah. yeah. If you got staff that are committed to that role. Yeah. Both but you can't have shared them, like, meaning. Yeah, I it's, think there's... It's all in what you're accomplishing, though. Are they getting to the place? Then it's all fine, right? It's mm-hmm. constructive. Yeah. But if it's like, if it's a different level of relationship where they're like, well, I've got Casey over the barrel. He's a nice guy. I know he's going to talk to me about this, but it's not really going to go anywhere. Uh, I've never had any talk about PSNs. I've never really gotten mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So, That's you know, I'll be, you know, I'll be good, but I'll be bad and whatever, right? It's just not going to go anywhere. Um, as long as it doesn't go there, I think it's great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. Have, when you build those lifers and all of a sudden, before you know it, you've been, you know, around each other for 10, 12, 13, 14 years. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, as long as you keep it from being toxic. I mean, it can go that way, I would imagine. I mm-hmm. don't think I'm there yet. but um, And then whose fault is it? My, the leader. Mine. Yeah. And that's where, like, how often do you guys, when we talk about, like, the philosophies, I mean, we have, we've done tons internally through Big Stone and this new one now, the Strength, the strength Finders through Gala, you know. I'm not mining it as much as I initially did because I can admit I was incorrect at first. The first go around the way it was delivered, I felt was a little too softball. And then when I dug it into it a little bit more, I'm like, okay, okay, I can see this a little bit more, you know. Um, so I can admit I was incorrect on my first knee jerk reaction, but it is obviously drastically different than some of the extreme ownership and dichotomy of leadership we mm. covered a couple of years ago. And <clears throat> whether it's that or David Goggins material. I think there's such value in like experiencing both and be able to come up with what, what's kind of working for you because you could also find out, hey, life's on a spectrum here too. And in some ways we're super soft, right? You said mm-hmm. that too. Because, because we're wired Midwest. Yeah. A lot of ways. I mean, when we look at it and you're like, wow, holy moly, whether it's just pure objective operational metrics or the way we follow through on behavioral things. Like I said, like, are there any PSNs ever get issued in the company? Like, ever? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, we could, we we could definitely be that tougher. Because we're good people. That's culture. Yeah. <clears throat> culture wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it got stuck in your throat? <laughs> mm, little frog. Yeah. <laughs> Choking down Jeremy's crap. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> <Couple of dollars. laughs> now yeah, we're direct. So how about you, Jeremy? You ever have you ever gotten? I already know, you never gotten like face to face with somebody. You ever had anybody on your staff ever like get angry with you or angry about like a situation? No, uh, honestly, and that that's like that's a struggle for me too. And I I think I think honestly be probably because like we're just coming up on five years out here and uh i wouldn't say we've had a ton of st- staff turnover but we've had some um for sure and uh 
so yeah, like the, I think the newness of our staff and the, the age of our staff, like we got a lot of new grads or younger therapists that, um, you know, good in some ways where you can kind of mold behaviors, uh, right off the bat, you know, if you're, you're clear with expectations. Um, but then that's a piece that I feel like I miss too, um, is like some of that healthy friction, I guess. Um, or when you like, when you roll out a, a planning process and it's just like, all right, guys, like this is, this is team driven. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's just like kind of just pulling teeth to get uh, any type of feedback at times. Um, so that can be kind of the other end of the spectrum. So I, I haven't had that face to face thing, but like, there's times where I want to like, I want to kind of like shake people and be like, what do you, like, what do you honestly think? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do, do we, well, you guys are, were, like, you know, are we yeah. thinking about this stuff? You know, like, uh, remember a couple of years ago, when we started with crucial, crucial conversations. Yeah. I'm going through that book and early on, I don't know about you guys, but you know, they, they gave these examples of poor communication and the people like right away, it's somebody gets ultra aggressive, you know? But then the other one was, you know, the silence equals violence person who's yeah. just going to withdraw and not communicate anymore. That, to your point, my experience, that's what we experience more, I've experienced more um, when you're going on initiative or something that maybe is a little more dif- difficult for people to hear or understand. I don't know you guys. Yeah. Kind of want to hear from you, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Casey's got people shouting back at him, though. So I want to hear more yeah, about that. Yeah, you know all my volleys. <laughs> Somebody, I can't. I didn't know anybody yelled back at you though. Oh, I've been yelled at. Yeah, it is what it is. But um, uh, really, yeah, I gotta hear more. Come on, um, Our viewers need to know more. No, yeah, no, I, I think no probably, names, no names. But. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm a huge uh, clinic, but no, I, I think <laughs> uh, we talked about. I think we even talked about this on the show, maybe, you know, salary expectations and where people sit with each other. Um, definitely got some people heated about that um, and what that yeah. looks like and where people feel their wealth and value is and where it sits in comparison with other people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that, that brought some how do you, conversations. I mean, how'd you handle that? Um, again, it, you know, use numbers, raise numbers. Yeah. Yeah, give them raises. <laughs> yeah, give them all raises. That was easy. Yep, beat me up. Go ahead. It was easy. Um, <laughs> At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but even then, I think there was there was still some some compromise to be made because you know you can't a thinks they're better than b b thinks they're better than a. Even giving people the same salary isn't necessarily like what they're looking for. But I think trying to use as much objective information as you can, trying to only thing best yeah, thing you can do. Best thing you can do, and then at the same time, you know, apples to apples, apples to oranges. Uh, you know, lay out the differences. Uh, it, yeah, you know, people sit back and realize that. And and sometimes it comes down to, um, you know financial too i think most staff is reasonable enough to go all right like you know this isn't like what you want isn't realistic i mean yeah everybody got raises but i don't think anybody got maybe one person got what they wanted but um 
we found ways to make yeah. it okay. Um, but yeah, I think no, I, I think I think just you know too. without oversharing because I I know what you're talking about, and without oversharing, I think we landed on very good high integrity decision. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no like okay, we'll just give in and held over because. I remember having those conversations with you. And I think somewhere along the line, we had those conversations about, um, hey, if if the if we offer objective input here, objective reasoning, and this is kind of how we got here, and if they don't, if they still don't understand, and they're still mm-hmm. going to be, you know, fuzzy, we probably have to be okay saying goodbye to them. You know. Yeah, I think that because uh, we're doing what we're doing what's fair and what's right, but yeah. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it all all led to positive behavior change, um, you know. So That's what I was going to ask, too. I'm like, because, yeah, I think those can be teachable things, too, where, right, where you could say, like, listen, if you want to get here, we got to be here, right? Um, and, mm-hmm. but that's like, I don't and know. I was, yeah, I, 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 would, I would say, I would too, I was, I was lucky that none of the, concern and discussion we had i felt like came from like a place of entitlement which i think it made it easier to you know everybody had their things like these are objectively what i feel like i'm doing better than somebody else this is what i feel like i'm doing better than somebody else um so we could discern over that versus well i've been here you know longer like that's your justification like okay um that's harder you know harder to kind of swallow and i don't know if you're ever going to have that person be well, that, over, overly happy <laughs> and that's when that other like more extreme ownership end when they're like what you so since you didn't quit you know you deserve more money mm-hmm. was, because you didn't do enough you didn't operate poorly enough to get fired you deserve more money yeah no so yeah had some heated conversations about that had some heated conversations early on when we we're just changing things we were doing that just really in the scheme of things weren't weren't viable financially and also were probably pretty shady uh, ethically slash bored you know uh, uh, gray areas there's like just gray area stuff that gray, staff got yeah. staff got into bad habits with um you know that yeah. just needed to be cleaned up and um some heat on that like i said that that corporate slash local line uh, there was a lot of frustration and anger over that. Um, and again, I feel like we've worked through it. And it's been awesome. Like, so uh, I was able to come in and break down those walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was it. Um, and then Nick, Mr. Doling, Hansen, tear this wall down. Then Nick Doling once told me, get over it. Uh, this is how it's going to be. There was, this is, this argument's done. That was, Hit the bricks, pal. Because my whole, beer, as you guys know, it's all Glenn one, Gary, Glenn Ross. That one hurt me. That it one hurt me. Rocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only time Nick and I have uh, ever really disagreed uh, to an and extreme extent. And, but that's a great example. I think you and I are very similar. I wonder if our listeners, I wonder how they perceive that to be. But I, I feel like personality-wise, I generally think we're pretty similar. But Again, great example how we each had different perspective and how the conversation went like three and a half years ago. You know, um, to me, it was just, you know, like another Tuesday or whatever. And we were just covering some ground. It was a little rough patch, right? But no, it but wasn't. It was huge. Not case, it's not, not how it was. Like, no, no, he's no. like, Captain Dickhead called me up today. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, it, obviously, it didn't affect me deep down because I think we have a good relationship. But moved on. Um, it, like, it, but I'm deep down. I'm holding on to it still. In the end, but I got what I want. Five percent. So I can't wait to. Yeah, with your eyeballs out. In many ways, I won the argument <laughs> in the long run, so it was, it was fine. Did you, though? I did, I did. You wanted me to change my pricing, and I said no, and then you said well, this the price, you the said, price this isn't, you said this is not up for discussion, this conversation's over, do it. And then I did it, and like two weeks later, you're like, just go back to what you're doing, that made more sense, so. <laughs> that was, okay, <clears throat> that was, <laughs> yeah, and this is, he's keeping score. A little bit. That's the only time. He is keeping score. And it, <laughs> this is another – so we're talking leadership though, right? Yeah. And and we're on the pod right now, so I don't even know if this is really like a safe place to do this. But we know as leaders, <laughs> oftentimes you get in situations though too where other people make mistakes and other people create errors. And as a leader, we're not called like in those moments to throw them under the bus. Yeah. But that was, that was 100% a situation in which – you know, I'm being told by the billing department, this is what our rates are. This is what we're set at, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we yeah. have to go with. Right? And then two weeks later, it's like, well, we act, now we finally actually ran the reports and got the math. And So, no, it's not. <laughs> and I it's mean, like, it, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, it, it was... So it uh, does, but again, as a leader, it doesn't behoove you. I, I still think it's a shitty thing to do, even for me saying that right now. Because I, I feel like it's it's one of my pet peeves down the road, but just basically accountability, right? It's like, at some level, we got to own it, you know, and I should have dug into it more before coming in so, so serious, right? My weakness in that moment was that I was wearing thin on the whole dialogue itself and some of the dra- drama that was going on. <laughs> I could tell. I could yeah. tell. I was, I was coming into this meeting just being like, hey, I think our pricing model's actually all right. And you were like, we need to move on from this stuff, all of it. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, the staff, I was like, Whoa. and that you wasn't fair for you. You, you were you were not in a fair in that situation. This is such a shitty. Jeremy's already zoned out. He's yeah. like, I wasn't there. I have no idea what you're talking about. But again, these are these are the things that happen though when it comes down to communication. Like you weren't mm-hmm. in a fair position because you weren't in all those meetings that involved the the staff um, that were delivering dry dealing and all the things we had to clean up, and then yeah. Back end dialogue, and I'm certainly not a not a big proponent of people who run in circles with like, well, I have a well, you even said it yourself, like, hey, I had this meeting with Nick, he, he Nick and Hillary, and they explained like why we need to change these practices, the whole example why, but but I'm not going to speak up in this meeting. I'm going to go and bitch to Casey about it, right? Yeah, so I felt like I was just standing up for my team, <laughs> and you did. I mean, it you was know, it was. Fun. It was I felt like for you and I, it was a good moment. I felt like it was a oh. good moment. I don't oh. think you and I ever How connected until he, he referenced the transition. Uh, Z-jobs. Z-jobs. Yeah. Can't afford it. Yeah. I had oh, to those, take that off was COVID times. Master. Yeah. We really connected during the COVID lockdowns. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, as shitty as that was, I will say that was probably a time of huge growth from, like, were Not you? just me as a leader, but I think just me as like part of like Big Stone and that quote unquote again culture. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, were you still in a kerfuffle about local versus corporate? Were you at that holding point, grudges? At that point, we were for sure. I mean, there was just that animosity there that this was just another thing, um, and I, that was probably. So you maybe could have been more receptive as well. Yeah, I I always felt like I was. Uh, 
on a corporate side. But there was part of me too where I think there was some of that feeling because I got hired on the same time Big Stone came in. So I think there was some of like me being an outsider as well. Yeah. Whose side were you on? Were, did right. you feel like that from the team? Maybe a little bit. I mean, I think everybody we got along well, and but yeah, it was so in some ways there was banter. maybe pressure, like to really stand up for my team, um, yeah. and to go to bat for them because I had been, I would say, pretty handily on the corporate side, going, "Hey, we gotta." Like we're slowly cleaning everything up and it's yeah. like, all right, this and, thing. And then the next month it was this thing. And the next month it was this thing. And, and, and it all needed de- to be done. To your defense too, a bit, and this is the legit defense. The way the company was structured back then, because you guys came in in 2016. Correct. Yep. Even within our private practice group, we were nowhere near as close or transparent as we are now. Mm-hmm. There was such an intentional division line and, and, you know, just wrote it in like, hey, we're not going to share figures. We're not going to share. You can share some of your problems, but don't share all of them, right? Mm. Like if you got a problem with this particular billing process, now work that out. Work it up the chain, right? But don't go to, don't reach out to, you know, David and Baxter and see if he's got the same problem, right? Yeah. Right? And I think it would have, in hindsight, the problem that, that whole, let's call it assimilation, period that merger mm. would have gone so much smoother had we been in the structure we're in right now where the oh. moment like the company you're, you're all of a sudden Completely. you're joining like 30 minute weekly meetings get to know the other your peers and and all that yeah that was huge for me to get in like a peer-to-peer group with other managers and to see people like jeremy living the message you know because we were just sitting out here on our island and well, yep, you got to do this, you got to do this. And it's like, wow, well, there's no way, like nobody can do that. Yeah. And then you get in these groups and go, well, everybody is he doing do it, that, right? but yeah, us. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, value just, that. Yeah, well, and that's where you say, that. and then you say even like within our within our group now, like there's still times where we, we I would say, struggle with that kind of stuff. And then you look Definitely. at, yeah. and then you sit in, as far as we've come, in right. PPS, you sit in PPS and it's like, oh, there's people operating on a how way time, different scale. How many times right? do you have your 85%, so that, right? 85, that, 85. It's like this banging that gone. Perception, that like that, like, like that perception of it. So, um, yeah. And, and, and I, yeah, not that that's perfect. Not that, right. Like, um, but yeah, just the perception of things, right. Like yeah. depending on, uh, where we're at. And so, no. yeah. And I, and I think even, even when we would, Back in those days, we would meet quarterly and we would do them, we'd rotate locations. So that part was kind of cool, right? I do look back fondly on that. However, the actual like business components of it were so minuscule. And I can remember first time going up to Fargo and meeting with Darren and Mike and and the way that meeting, it was like, you know, Wade was running everything back then and and everything um, was framed as though, hey, we're going to, we're going to talk business for like, 30 minutes out of like a four hour get together. And then the rest of it's all like, Oh, who likes golf? Cause Darren likes golf. Right. And Mike likes to golf. And we're going to talk about that stuff. And we're going to, you know, kind of like, like icebreaker, golf. get to know you stuff, but it never really, you never got that connection and, and got the problem solving. Can we and talk was, more about golf in our meetings? 
uh rather not i wouldn't feel right about that but <laughs> all right but you're right too jeremy i mean we've come a long way but there's still some insecurities out there that kind of like create full vulnerability and we got a little touch of it last week i was proud of our young guy um yeah. who shared you know where he's at and the ongoing challenge there i think that you know that's growth yeah yeah and somewhere everyone's been <laughs> i don't know that's like i i think you know, nobody's been there nobody's Casey, been there you i'll say that to, <laughs> uh you lose to, to it degree. of like feeling like you know like feeling like you're on an island right and i don't know there there's definitely those times right where you're you're going through something and like you said you know just thinking about a topic or thinking about a kpi or you know looking at financials whatever it is right and you're just like man like where you can fall in that trap, you're like, no one's ever been here. No one's, you know, like I'm the only one dealing with this. And that's like, that's the power I think in our, in our leadership group too, is where you can just open up and be like, yeah, like legitimately everyone's been here before. Like that doesn't mean it's okay to live there, but that, um, that's some, it's, it's, you know, I liked you guys' feedback last week too. I think that was a sign of growth because it got, it was less centered around like, it's okay. It's yeah. going to get better. You know, yeah. you, you know, the way you were messaging it, like the only way is through it, man. You can't, you can't go hide from it. I mean, that was powerful. To, I'm sure to hear from you. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes, sometimes tough love it is, man. <laughs> well, but, but that's just what you need. If to you feel like you're going through hell, you better not stop. <laughs> but that's yeah. the challenge though, too. I like, I, like I know that. like that's a weakness of myself where if I, if I'm locked in on something too much, like it can paralyze and not, you know, not provoke action. And it's like, well, that does nothing. Zero percent. It does nothing. Um, so yeah, it's got to keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, this is good. This is healthy, good stuff. I like, I love this topic obviously. And, um, there's always a lot to unpack and, and, you know, like that final comment, like how much do the philosophies really matter? How much do they differ? Because mm-hmm. I know, Jeremy, I know you and I have had lots of dialogue with this, like the similar threads of leadership, you know, and the tenets that remain very similar, very yeah. analogous. But the way it's messaged, the degree it's messaged, I mean, again, like if you were to take, I want to think of a good example. Um, and well, I'll, I'll just use, I'll use our webinar from last week. I'll just use that one and say that that's position on one end, more of the loving kindness, like play to people's strengths, don't really work on weaknesses type thing. And then if you were to put like David Goggins on the other end, I think that's pretty, that's like pretty broad, right? And you can't, I really, as much as I love listening to David Goggins and when I'm working, I'll even listen to him when I'm working out and it'll motivate me, right? I don't believe you can live there either. I believe that's for something entirely different in life. Um, but you can't live over on this end and expect to really get results either and get to where you need to be. If everything is about like rubbing people's ego and and saying, well, this is really what, you know, we want to play your strengths, even though you really, really suck at these things that we need leaders to be good at. Um, (laughs) we're not going to totally focus on that anymore. We're going to, we're going to work on these other issues. Right. Yeah, and I don't think they should be completely siloed, right? Like, I mean, it, it should be using your strengths 
to still hit those goals, right? <laughs> like, like it, uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think it should be, hey, like, you know, you're a learner, so, you know, you should just go to all these con ed courses no matter what, right? Um, and not worry about productivity or not worry about, right? Like, it's like, yeah, this is great. This is your strength, but like, we still are hitting like he uses the analogy, right? Like different, different parts of the body, right? But like that, that body should be moving towards the same goal. So <laughs> you can have different strengths, but you still got to be moving in the same direction. And there's accountability that comes with that too. At least in my take. So Yeah. And I think it's when you talk about philosophies or you're going to read books, go to corporate retreats, do all that stuff. I have found now that we've done a few of these things, which I enjoy. I, I think they are great. Um, it's so easy uh, to fall into your own bias with them too. Like if I was to choose what's more like my leadership style that I would have said five years ago, when I first started as a leader, like Clifton strengths is like right up, would have been right up my alley. Like, oh, this is great. I'm a positive guy. Uh, I like lifting people up. Uh, this is awesome. Like, and, and even now when I listen to this stuff, you know, I, oh yeah, nailing it. Like this is easy. Um, mm. but the stuff really doesn't apply where I read things like, um, extreme leadership or even Goggins, like that's so far, if I'm gonna be honest from who I am, uh, mm -hmm. I'm just not that like intense, like, uh, no BS guy. Um, and I, Sometimes when I read that stuff, it's... you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I mean. I love it. I'd, I'd be my boat. Uh, SSBS, I take Nick's part out of it. Um, so, like when I read those books, there's literally chapters that make me very uncomfortable. And it's easy for me to get into this headspace when I read them going like, ah, this guy, that's not realistic. Or ah, he's being ridiculous. He's playing it up. But those guys do live that life. I mean, yeah. to an extent, you know, you can't be Marines and SEALs and do these companies and really just spout BS, but it's easy for you to go, ah, that's just BS. He's just saying that to sound tough. So I do find when I read leadership books, the best ones for me are the ones that make me uncomfortable. I, I think mm -hmm. I grow more from that than going to a leadership book or a summit or something that just kind of already plays to what I think or what I, you know, my mm -hmm. current style. I'm not going to say I'm going to completely change my style because I read, uh, you know, a leadership book, but I yeah. do like those moments of Nor should you. discomfort, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> well, when you are new too. Oh, good. Go I was just get one of the purest things out of extreme ownership though to take away from it. I think it just to boil everything down. I, I would say you could take strength fighters, right? You could still do that, but don't lose that key component from extreme ownership where it's like, I love it. It boils it down because I am no BS. My number one strength is strategic. No BS, right? It's, are you effective? And it's not like one to 10. It's yes or no. Because, and I do think, because we, and we'll get to it in a little bit, but I think there's so many ways to over-rationalize, you know, and you go, well, you know, I didn't really accomplish the task at hand, but I was really thinking about it this way. No, sorry, motherfucker. That's wasn't, it doesn't matter how you thought of it. This was the job. 
there's a big part of me that wants to that like that's some of that's the old Nick, like the way I grew up, but it still like talks to me, right? And comes down to that. But yeah, if you can use your your strengths and your what you're really good at and communicating and leading people to be successful and accomplish the task, then I'm all for it. Totally all for it. But if it's if it's turned into like, well, I didn't get to it, and I'm really not I'm not good at confrontation or I'm not good at holding people accountable. But I still like getting paid as a leader. I like the title. <laughs> you know? Jeremy, sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, I, the the one thing I do like about seeing different viewpoints is, like, you're just inherently not going to lead everybody the same, right? So there's some people, like, if you do say, oh, mother effer, right? Like, they're just going to shut down, right? Like, you see that in sports, too, right? Like, as a captain, like, some people, like, yeah. if you get after them that way, they just, like you won't get the same out of them. So, you know, again, having those, I think different resources to, to talk to people in different ways, I think is valuable too. Very fair. Is there a point to deliver that same message though? Eventually, if it's not, if you're not getting where you need to be and you've tried other, if you, you have legitimately put effort into other solutions. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, then it, it would I, be like I, I, I and I should create that. Like I'm not, you know me. I'm not walking into every meeting and saying <laughs> that, you know. But at some point, when you when you put up with stuff long enough, it's almost yeah. like a reflexive image. I think Casey, you were alluding to this. It's like almost back on you, right? It's like I'm upset at myself that I've let mm. this go on this long. Yeah, and, and I'm putting up with it, and I'm putting up with it, and I like, we got to put an end to it. Yeah, yeah. That's no, I agree, huge, and I would say. Takeaway. And I would say like, that's, you know, like you, you alluded to no PSNs, right? Like, um, yeah. like you sit at PPS every, every, uh, um, every year and it's <laughs> like hire slow, fire fast, right? Every, yeah. every year there's somebody that says it and I'm like, we're probably the exact opposite of that in most cases. Totally. And somebody else, somebody put that in, <laughs> hire, was, hire, it, was it Brian Gallagher fast. that was like, you know, people talk about the cost of turnover. He's like, cost of turnover is a real thing. Cost of turnover is a real thing. I'm not going to tell you it's not a real thing. But he's like, you know what costs a whole lot more? Keeping on a terrible performer and putting yeah. up with their terrible performance for multiples of years. I'm like, yeah. oh. those are like those light bulb yeah, moments he, where you hear somebody say it and you're like, yeah, he's 100% right. Yeah, he talked about that or it's like, you know, again, you hear just like any, any other industry, like, oh, staffing shortage, right? And Oh, you have a pulse? Like you're hired, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. like, yeah, that's not hundred percent, hundred percent. No, and and then it's like, because you know, there is maybe like some, uh, I don't know. I think there is maybe some ego in that where you're like, oh, I can make somebody fit our culture, and that's not always the case too. It's like sometimes it's like hiring for that, you know, hiring the Do right people too. How much? Okay, great question. And we got it. We'll have to move on to the top five eventually. But like, how much is ego and how much is fear? Uh, yeah, fear. Yeah, now, this one quantify it for like, how much? What percent in your mind do you think is ego? What percent is fear? Fear of like, oh, no, I gotta go and replace this person. No, it's gonna cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, probably more fear than ego. But I would say like you can talk yourself into that in the hiring process though too. 
where you're just like your gut your guts like yeah this person sucks and and it's just like and then fear comes in they're like well i don't have any other choice and it's like yeah well i can change them don't get on board <laughs> don't get on board yeah so yeah I can happily say I was wrong. There's been one time I was like completely wrong about it. And we were just in a pitch where we had to hire the person and she turned out phenomenal. I was really worried about the way she interviewed me. She turned out fantastic. I bet about 500. Yeah, I've been on both ends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Good good dialogue, guys. And it's, I mean, obviously something that change again in six months, right? We'll go through more experiences. yeah, I'm gonna, always, I'll have every, I'll fire everyone by then. Always battling. <laughs> yeah. but it, like I said when we started, I, that's the good bad part about our job is I mean you and I think for me that's something I need to get better at is enjoying success instead of worrying about the next thing all the time. But yeah. you do. I mean that's real. True. you know, it's we always live in fear of the future and it's too late to celebrate by the time we get the numbers uh, you know yeah you don't get financials and things until you're on to the next problem so that's always tough too you know it's it got easier for me and i, I even say it sometimes i'll be the one called to like open financials with prayer and it's like if you could try it i'm not perfect at it but try to make the mental shift into like removing more of the emotion we put with money yeah and just save data it's just like more it's like more metrics for us to learn from you know mm. and it helps it's not it doesn't make it completely go away especially when you had a bad month but it helps you know and just try to learn from it um of course it's it's like it's always piecing everything together in, in the business that we run because mm. you're trying yeah. to figure out timelines like you and i talked about today casey like is this a result of of what bad period of operations, right? Um, was it four weeks ago? Was it yeah. six weeks ago, right? Yeah, and um, we always talk about, you know, looking for a trend. You know, don't necessarily worry until it becomes a trend. But at the same time, I, I'm always worried that if I do wait until I've discovered it's a trend, <laughs> now what? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to wait for three months to discover I have a problem and then take another three months to correct it. But maybe for sometimes gross. you do rush into it too fast and it is nothing. But I suppose that's, again, one of those things that makes you a good leader is to know when, where, how, when. why. Yeah. Stuff still well, good. all the time. <clears throat> yeah, because otherwise it can really take you right off. <laughs> pet peeve. Oh, yeah. that is that is a pet peeve. <laughs> oh. Right underneath your skin. Yep. Oh. Top five, 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 five. This week are our top five work slash professional pet peeves. Oh, say no more. I mean, this could be fun. I think. I hope we get some laughter out of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I I started pretty lighthearted and uh, probably ended pretty serious, but. Um, my pet peeves go on, but how many times are you gonna have to say present company excluded? Uh, like, but seriously, Nick, get, uh, get the idea here, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Wink, no, uh, <clears throat> they're all, uh, yeah, I, I don't even, 
honestly, people I work directly with are awesome, so this doesn't really fall into a whole lot of that. Oh, maybe the early ones, because they're almost funny more than Pet BV, but yeah. Um, yeah, I can fire it off though if you guys like. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I don't think I don't think any of mine was like super funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, my number, uh, my number five. Uh, we talked about earlier that I don't really have my own managing space. Um, so and, and I'm guilty of doing this as well. So I do my own pet peeve once in a while, but it's folks that listen. To like compliance training, annual training, uh, continuing ed in the office, no headphones, headphones, full blast. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like in <laughs> what world is that like something in your, and like you'll come in and they'll turn it down. Like, oh, sorry. Ooh. Let me put it at a volume just, it's almost yeah. more annoying because you just tickling your ear that whole time you're sitting at your desk <laughs> trying to figure something out and you know i can put on headphones and listen to my own thing I, I get that part but for me people are coming in talking to me about issues and you know solving things so like you're in a conversation so video is playing in the background it's just it's wild to me it's a very very pet peeve to me um, yeah. and i get it if you have three or four people in the office all watching the same thing that's one thing but I've had times where two people are listening to two separate videos oh, without that headphones. Would, that's like being around your kids and they have their tablets. You're allowing them like, yeah. you should have a tablet. And you're like, <laughs> too much input. Yeah, so that's my number five. Um, Not yeah. bad. Not bad. Just ahead of microwaving fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible okay. thing to do in an office, Jeremy. Microwave that is that is we had a student one time that he did that with with his like instagram at lunch like he'd play it loud and then he'd laugh obnoxiously loud too and it's just like really yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah that's interesting um i can i can go next because you know who knows um i just want to go next uh (laughs) get some stuff off my chest yeah so let it go (laughs) My next one is, uh, it's kind of like a generalized approach on like, I don't know, manipulating generalities to like fit an agenda, right? And this is where people use terms like confusion. That's one of the words that I've used. Like we don't want to create confusion. And oftentimes it's like, it's like a political, like corporate political thing. Like when it really comes down to insecurities about who's in charge and who's making decisions, you know? Um, and, and sometimes it's masqueraded as like vision. Like I actually know another individual that I've worked with who uses the term visioning a lot. I didn't even know that was like a verb. Envisioning? No, no. Visioning. Like not envisioning, just visioning. That means you're creating uh, a vision? Pretty much. And like looking ahead, strategically planning and stuff like that. Um, Incidentally, this person didn't come anywhere near um, close to touching enough patients every day to like really get their mind on the right things they should be focusing on. <laughs> but it's like using that stuff to be like, well, we got to tackle this issue. And then we got maybe this issue coming down the road. And it's like, you um, use your visioning for good. Yeah. <laughs> Do any of these things actually exist? Or are you just finding new reasons to like hole up in your office and like fire out emails, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's like the, you know, like the old creepy crawling administration 
terminology, right? Like 10 minutes equals one hour equals 10 hours of work, right? Depending on, you know, what you want to let occupy your brain. So I don't know if I'm, ma- hopefully I'm making sense on this one, but it's like. I'm, vision- I'm visioning what you're saying. I'm envisioning. <laughs> you're en- you're envisioning it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy's yeah, I'll, I'll use it, right? I'll, I'll use it, right? Or- yeah, like these could be all the potential issues we run into, and it's like all the reasons we might not want to do something, right? Um, and, you know, maybe none of them are actually really ever going to happen. We just got to be prepared. But analysis paralysis. paralysis. Yeah, that analysis too. That would fit it as well, yeah. Okay. That's my number five. Cool. Uh, um, My number five hasn't happened for a while. Um. Well, moved to Michigan. To, yeah, this used to happen in Marshall. <laughs> Present company um, <laughs> but like my cause hey, right, we had the little uh okay corral, right, where we did all our charting and by the wall. And uh it, this is Marshall thing. eating it is, it was. <laughs> um like somebody that sends you an email when they're like two feet away from you, like oh, an email yeah. that's like really about nothing um that you're just like hi i'm like i'm right like you can't just talk Talk about it like like it's like a really like easy yes no answer right like it's not necessarily like what the you know what the the meat of the email was but it was just like email and you're just standing right there so that was my number five yeah, I'm, I I'm like, and I would have I would have that happen with front desk every once in a while with like, like they they'll send something about you know the the schedule or something like that, and yeah. I just walk up there and talk to them, and it was probably really off putting for them that I didn't email yeah, them back. I was the same way though, <laughs> but yeah. I'm like, I'll just like take the two steps over there and like handle this versus well, having seven and, emails back and forth. And sometimes it's more nuanced than just, and you want to get it right, right? If you're talking about like moving a patient around or you know something like that. Yeah. It's easier yeah. to do that than type like four or five sentences out to get it to hopefully make sense to them, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we had we had a staff member that did that quite a bit, and it's, it didn't bother me at all. I'm an introvert, but whatever. You just want to email me, I'm fine. But I would get more, I'm going to use the word complaints, complaints from other staff about it, which is always, I work with all extroverts, so it's like, I was sitting two feet from this person and they emailed me like they refused to look me in the eyes and tell me something. Um, and it, and sometimes it was like, Hey, we have an issue, you know, oh, really? work on this. And like, they would send an email literally being, cause again, we all share an office. So <laughs> it's like, Ooh, okay. I see. I see your concern. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that you was, really need to shower more (laughs) your hygiene is bothering me smiley face yeah right emoji (laughs) thumbs up that's a that's a a great pet peeve jeremy because i it's not one of mine but it's definitely my staff has reported that multiple times so it's like jeremy you're right too we had a front we had a front office person who did not like to verbally communicate at all and everything was via email and it all came off very short. So that also doesn't help, right? Yeah. There's an art to the spoken word, as they say. Well, That's I, real. Yeah. I've had that conversation with staff too, though. It's interesting. And we I think we talked about this on the pod. Like I just have some staff that will negatively inflect any email they get. 
Like if they get something from corporate, it's read in like can can you read can you believe they sent this snarky email? I'm like, well, they just said that our collections were down or whatever. Like <laughs> you know, it was it was only objective data. I don't know how that could be snarky, but so it kind of goes both ways. Internalizing, yeah. Yeah. yeah where I always take most emails as very bland, just like a written note. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's interesting how people internalize that stuff. All right. My number four, uh, this happens uh, probably every day in our company. Um, it is replying all to mass emails with zero productive input. Uh, hey, an example. Wheaton has a Met A urgent. Who cares? Yeah. Not me. <laughs> well, those I don't uh, mind, Jeremy. Seven, seven, Wait, well, that, that, seven replies. The replies of like, we're busy. <laughs> yeah. We can't yeah, I was going to say, to feed off of a <laughs> Up to my eyeballs. I, I, I hate the... You just <laughs> oh, I'm, we're, I would love to help, but we're Slammed. so busy. What yeah. did that accomplish? Why did you have... And why did you have to reply all to that? So everyone else I, knows I'm busy. I, okay, I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> like there is, and we used to get it too with like inclement weather. Like, hey, inclement weather. Like, oh, that's we, too bad. Be safe we, out there. But that was like the process. We we had to take it off. We and, and part of it was like I I was telling I had to go to Christy. I, I don't know if Jason was with us yet. I can't remember, but it was like I actually was worried it was it creates almost like this. This atmosphere of like, oh, well, we should. Everybody else is closing. Maybe, maybe we should close too. And you're like, well, um, Hibbing's like six hours from here. <laughs> like, yeah, totally well, different weather front. pattern. And again, it wasn't so much that mass email of hey, inclement weather in Fargo. It was just like the replies of like, yeah, it's like 32 here and blowing. Why would you need to apply? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember that. Somebody's giving you weather report. Yeah. Like, oh, yep. We've already had four people, you know, cancel over here. I don't care. Like, yeah. So that's the same. Okay. That part I remember. And that was the reply I was getting at the psychology of it. Like, oh, we're getting people dropping off like flies. You know, stay safe out there. That's not, that's not helpful. Yeah. I don't even like the, well, yeah, you guys are doing a good job. Keep up the good work, even though it's hard over there. Like, that's, I, don't, I don't care. We don't need to, like, send that in a private message to them. Say, hey, I, don't, <laughs> I know you're struggling there. Good job. You don't need to send that to everybody. I don't need you that. You know, okay, can I do a quick inverse? It's not a top five for me, but, like, <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you an inverse of that, though. When you're on a sm- and it's a smaller group. So let's say it's, like, four people. And your old colleague used to do this all the time, but it would be like very important that all these people are aware of the same thing at the same time. And instead of reply, don't all, hit reply all. just reply back to me. And then I have to add everybody back in. I'm like, mm. thank you for confirming that you're on board with this. Like, let's move it forward. Right. Oh, I was guilty of that. I've gotten better. <laughs> Like, so, I'm sorry. I like to think that if I put up, there's some intent. If I'm going to put like people on there, there's some intentionality behind it. Now, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm we'll sure people hated that, that too. Yeah. I was, I was always the big like, uh, you know, send out a in calendar invite. And be like, no, don't send the response. <laughs> Just don't respond. Let I would respond. I'd accept, you know, because you can accept, but don't send a response. Right. Okay. I'd always do that. Like, oh, they don't care. Like, oh, they'll see. 
But then I found out people really do look at that to see if I've accepted. Like <laughs> you didn't accept it. Oh yeah, sorry. I got a new one now. I do got a new one off of those meetings too. Um, didn't <laughs> quite crack it because it hasn't happened enough. But um, my number four, um, staying on track here. I've talked to you guys about this, um, and this is like kind of being a more. I think a couple. I don't know, Jeremy. I think we kind of fit that mold of more outspoken and willing to like you know share a belief if we strongly hold it. You know. So let's say you're in a small group, you know, let's say six to eight, maybe even 10 people and you're in a meeting and, and you, you're, you got to speak up at some point, like, you're like in disagreement, you know, you're like, I got to kind of voice my, my issue. And maybe one person agrees, maybe nobody does, but after the meeting, you get emails, teams, and texts, like love what you said on there couldn't have agreed more or needed to be said and you're like oh really appreciate your support during the meeting mfr because apparently that's my term today. but yeah. that's a huge fan peeve of mine now even though i do in, in a weird way i appreciate that you know there's some i appreciate about it but it's like please just like your voice matters too See, i would say that does nothing for me if you tell me after the fact that ha- we had a that happened an issue in PT school where like you had the chance to like speak and no one did, and then there, it gets shot down and it's like, cool. I'm I'm glad you thought the same way I did, but now it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like that sucks. That sucks. Or maybe the other people that were in opposition to my thought now think I'm all all alone in this idea, right? Yeah, correct. You know, you're like, well, didn't really seem like there was a lot of support. You know. That's why there's times where in those PD meetings, like Casey, you've spoken up, and I'm like very quick to unmute and try to hop on right afterwards and be like, I really support what we're saying here, you know. Yeah, it makes a difference. And you see, you see the dominoes fall with that one-two combo quite a bit. Yeah, but if it's a lone wolf out there, sometimes people Uh, are like, I don't. Oh, everybody else is just quiet. Yeah, just doling, being doling over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this guy. What an MFR. MFR. <laughs> That's my number four. Messages <laughs> after group meetings. Yeah. Um my number four is a uh general inability to read body language or lack of soft skills. Um <laughs> so <laughs> we've had a couple times where like you know, you talk about like how you pick up a patient, right? Like, like, hey, great to see you. Like your quarter zip, Casey. Thank you. You know, nice, nice hookah shells, Nick. That's, those are great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's heard okay, that so got. many times. Like, so, so somebody comes around and like they might even be like faking happy. Ah, so great to see you. And somebody's like, yeah, really having a bad day. And they're like, okay. Uh, like <laughs> this weather is crazy, huh? Where you're just like, oh Lord, this is bad. Uh, <laughs> um, that's yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is like the inability to. I I call it being a human sometimes, but being able to pick up on on those like uh, body language pieces and and adapt to it. So. Yeah, mirroring, right? 
Yeah. Like you can't mirror somebody else. You know, like you didn't, you couldn't, you couldn't tell like they're having maybe one of the worst days ever right now. And we decided to bring in freaking Care Bear, like positivity. <laughs> with it. Loves a lot. So loves a lot. Loves a lot. There you go. Yeah, That's what I was looking favorite. for. <laughs> yeah. 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 They yeah. came on to the Care Bear stare to your, to your patient. <laughs> All right, my number three um, is, uh, let me see, I don't know how I want to, I probably don't have a title for it, but like lack of any support to statements that you make that like looking for things to change without any support. I talk about it a lot of times. Um, boy, a lot of patients are sure complaining about this. Well, who, uh, when, uh, what was their concern? And then it's like, well, I, it's just a lot of them. I, I don't, I can't think of any offhand. You've had enough that there's a lot and you can't think of one. <laughs> like also conversely, when I get it from the other way, like, hey, I've noticed this issue with staff, um, you know, maybe coming down from corporate. Uh, can you give me like a patient example so I can go over it with the staff? And <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do me a whole lot of good to be like, hey, Billing said that uh, they're seeing this error quite a bit. On who? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's easy enough to pick out a case number and give that to me. Um, so it, it just seems like a very simple thing to to do. And it surprisingly, uh, I would say, happens less often than not, where yeah. they just have zero... And nothing to back up a claim. Like they're it's very interesting. They're extrapolating it, right? Yeah, yeah, like maybe, and yeah, maybe it was one person. They see a ton of people, but even then, like, give me yeah. one person. Like, if this is an issue, I would think we would see it. Or, or even taking one issue, like we talked, like taking one and just like blowing it up. Like, we got to change. We are creating a policy for this because this happened and this just person was time. upset. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, my number three. Because okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what I hear you expects me to do with. The, that lack of information like I, as a manager i just stare yeah. like i don't okay we need we need yeah. more like i don't know i don't know yeah. it's definitely a management yeah, i was in a, there no i hear you man definitely yeah totally a management one and i was in a i was in a meeting like eight months ago where it all came it was like we got a lot of dialogue on restructuring like who oversaw the front office and stem like one of the driving forces was apparently one tsr that was told like well you gotta we gotta really defer to the therapist in this case because they do generate the revenue for the company and you know the tsr took it like they don't they just don't matter right and that was so you're you're responding to a really unfair you know an unfair statement with an overly emotional responsive statement and it's like no i mean now we better change Restructure what we're doing because this one person <laughs> this person they, they need cancer. <laughs> and it was a clinic manager that told him that so we can't have the clinic managers overseeing them anymore it's like what like let's pump a break or two <laughs> i hear what you mean casey yeah um especially if it gets out of control um my number three I ran this by Michelle earlier today, and I got to find a way to articulate this very well. The example I was using with her. Oh, because it's about us? I really tiptoe now. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's where, and, and I think I've, I shared this with you guys before. It's via emails or messages. When people leave out, they start sentences, especially if it's not when it, when it doesn't matter when it's not the serious, it does, it's not a big deal. But when there's a, when there's an actual issue, when there's something that came up and needs to be fixed, and it's like they'll start a response by saying, like, yeah, definitely we'll need to be better about that. So they're missing, they're leaving out the noun of ownership. So, like again, who needs to who needs to definitely get better at doing this? Like me, us, <laughs> or you, right? Like it, it's happened so much, and I pick up on it so frequently. Where it's the maybe the very definition of a pet peeve, right? It starts out fairly, you know, you organic can't or and can't unsee it. And now, now, anytime I see that, I just got one kind of a really could have been a serious like relationship issue with the contract. Um, somebody who, you know, definitely overspoke, said the wrong thing in an email. Okay. And, you know, I kind of said, we got to be very careful here. And it's like, yeah, we'll definitely do better about, do, you know, following through and keeping my lips shut or something like that. It's like, no, who, who is you? Because you made this error. Like, just name it, right? Name it and move on. But you got to take some ownership of it. And I've seen it, like, time and time again over the years. There's a number of times I see that. Apparently, you guys aren't with me. You're, you're like, whatever. I, I will, de- I will definitely be better at that. <laughs> yeah. I, too, <laughs> will we'll be better. We will be. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay, Jeremy. It's like, and this is such an this. <laughs> But you're so good. You're so good about not doing that. You're like, like yeah. even today, like one of your things is, yeah, I'll get that to you later today. You know, and that's not even a big deal. It's not even a big yeah. issue. But you're like, yeah, I will get this to you. You know, yeah. it's as simple as saying that, right? But it, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's systemic. Um, I think it's indicative of an underlying issue, right? Like they, like when you oh, frame lack your of accountability that way. Yes, or, that's what I'm saying. Like. In the individuals that I get it from, and it comes with defensive tone, it's like, yeah, this is, I started, like, early on, I just thought it was bad grammar. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of confusing to read your responses. But over the years, different people, I started seeing this pattern. And now it's like, I can't unsee it anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. I like, seems like a true pet peeve. <laughs> Number three, um, if uh, I'm pointing out an issue um, or uh, somewhere where we need to like tighten down on, uh, I would say just a general desire to not learn or change. Um, I've always said like in terms of uh, and, and like, like you said, like, I think my most senior staff has ever been like three years out of school so like we've got like a really really young team so Mm -hmm. um and always have like whatever the iterations of our team have been it's always been very young so like you expect mistakes right like you expect learning you expect growth um and i'm like i can deal with that right like i'd rather have uh errors of commission than omission um but when you're pointing something out and it's just like this, like, no, I've got it or uh, just things that 
you know, continue on. And they're just like, Oh, I'm, I'm good. And uh, then you have to go down that road of like, yeah, we're not, we, we need to be better at this. So yeah, lack of, lack of teachability. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Fantastic. Yeah, complain about it. My number three. Yeah, I'd be on more more I agree with you. That sucks. My number two. Um just because I I always struggle with the like uh managing and productivity and balancing that act of like how many patients should I see, how much time should I devote towards other things. Um, and this one plummets that in a very frustrating way. And it's the meeting that's not a meeting. Like, hey, can we meet for like 30 minutes to discuss something? Okay. And then you get at the meeting and they're like, well, uh, we need to like develop a plan to have an actual meeting later on something. <laughs> it's like, can't we, couldn't that maybe have been like, hey, let's have a meeting in two weeks on this topic. Can you gather this information and prep for the meeting? I don't necessarily need to sit for 30 to 60 minutes on a meeting that nothing gets accomplished on. And I feel like at the end, they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll type up what we talked about today and then we'll work on it. Well, why didn't you just type up what we were going to work on and we could meet then and discuss it. I, I feel like Is it's this something I do. No, it's not. No, you, you don't do it. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> it. It's something I have. Sure experienced more on some of the other corporate uh, events I'm on, uh, things like that. It's like, man, even with staff sometimes, it's like, can we meet on this? Okay, what's going on? It's like, and then there's nothing. It's like, all right, let's gather information and meet again. Like maybe people maybe just like just you. Cut, cut the middle they want person a little out. Piece of Casey, get a little oh, time with you. It's it it, it to extrapolate on that i know this is probably a pet peeve of nick doling because that same meeting doesn't have a damn agenda that that meeting doesn't have an agenda like if you've asked me to be in a meeting at least organize it a little bit when you want to talk to me like (laughs) like Mm -hmm. things to cover and what what we're meeting on uh if i have to sit there and shoot the breeze for 10 minutes to start this meeting to like dip toes into it it's just not a meeting we need to have I don't know. Yeah, I had one slapped together last week. Just yeah. very short notice, super bored. We had to get another meeting just to be ready for another for a meeting. Yeah. Which there could be a place for that if you're talking about like a potential acquisition or merger or anyone. Let's get our ducks in a row and make sure we're not sound like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. yeah. But that's, I feel yeah, like that's like, different because how do we want to roll that... out RTM? <laughs> Even that, I still. We think should probably get a process. How much together. we didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, some of it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I've always took that. I think that uh, one was okay. Uh, you know, I, I see where you're going with. Are you? Am I talking about you? But no, no. I mean, <laughs> I've definitely had way worse meetings, but that sometimes no, it does. The, that actually. That's yeah. a good meeting. Sometimes those are meetings where. Does it feel like we accomplished a lot, but you realize, like, holy crap, we got a lot to figure out yet, too. And it helps you know, hey, we can't jump into something. But even and then, sometimes, like, I'm you have like talking the first points. One. Like, how yeah. are we, who's who's going to manage it? How are we going to start it? What's it going to look like? Like, we yeah, have talking yeah. points, yeah. at least, versus, like, 
having a meeting to decide what your talking points are going to be. That's silly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is silly. I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. And then just, you yeah, can, maybe yeah. a second is the disorganized meeting. Maybe this combined with a disorganized meeting are my two pet peeves. Like <laughs> I just hate yeah. them again. And like 10 minutes of downtime uh, where you're trying to find files uh, you're like, oh, let me look this up right now while you're sitting here. Oh, yeah. it's called it's called oh, producing. Okay, okay. I think I, I know that. I know like, that one. What? It's organizing like, okay, and maybe we just do icebreakers while somebody looks for stuff. Yeah, like it's just I know that meeting. Like we're we're gonna meet to talk about something. Like we should have these things prepared. And prepared. then it's like five ten minutes of looking around and then it's like nah, i'll just email it to you guys i'll find it later no i know i, I i'm getting the picture now in the first place like, i totally got the picture why didn't you have it prepared for me like we're, what are we doing here you got me you got me Having thinking a about meeting one, to prepare too, for a meeting it's silly i got and I got it's one pre- I, it's prepare for a meeting with ourselves like you said nick i can see preparing you and me to meet to prepare to meet with a contract person. Yeah. Okay, I get that. But you and me to meet, we, to yeah. prepare to meet with you and me, that would seem silly. Like if you're like, hey, we got a triple that A is, preemptive this week. Why don't well, we what meet a, today? Well, where does the visioning take <laughs> to place? talk about the? the so vision? is it? Oh, that's does okay. the visioning take place in the pre-meeting meeting? The visioning no. The visioning out of the meeting. The visioning's out of the meeting. Outside of the meeting. One okay. person in their office, locked up in their office. Okay. Just spinning, spinning. I just want to know where um, that happened. Loading. But Casey had like, I just want to say you have at least you have at least two pet peeves there though. Yeah. I, well, as yeah. I started talking about them, I got angry about other things. Well, the whole thing. <laughs> what is, what is, <laughs> meetings. Meetings. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I got I, meetings. I don't hate meetings. There's a lot of people that I do feel like just generally hate every meeting they have to sit through. I'm not that yeah. guy. I enjoy. I'm, I could be in the middle, like, but there, but yeah, there's got to be some purpose. There's got to be some value behind it, and I agree. Like, we're all busy enough. That's foreshadowing. Um, to not Ooh, have to just squeeze stuff up to in, our but, eyeballs and tasks. Too much on plate. Um, I got uh, you got me, you got me a meeting. You got me one meeting topic that I want to just piggyback off of yours <laughs> that I don't run into nearly enough anymore. Um, it used to happen all the time when I used to work really, really closely with one of our big partners or big contracts. And that was where you have a meeting set up. Maybe you have standing meetings, like an hour meeting, right? There's like six, or seven people. And 30 minutes before the meeting, they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, we're going we're gonna to yeah. have to cancel and reschedule. And you're like, do you realize like, and it would happen basically weekly for different meetings that I was on. And he was like, you are wasting so much time right now. And then seeing the number of people that are on there and money, you all get an hour back and you're like, yeah, but like half of us are all like treating patients, either physicians or therapists. And you You take away that opportunity to like fill that. Hmm. Right. So anyways, um, that, that's, that was too short notice. Um, that's just neither here nor there. Not my number two. My number two is, as I alluded to the word busy, it's just, I think it's overly used. I, I heard it so many times in the last couple of years. I want to just gouge somebody's, I want to rip their tongue out when I hear it. Um, and when people are like, I'm just so busy, just so busy, right? It's like, well, you think 
you think there's like a lot of people who aren't busy, you know, being, and, and it goes back to like, choose your heart, right? Like yeah. being busy is hard, but being super slow is hard. Like, which one would you rather have? Choose your busy. heart. 99 right? out of a hundred times busy. I think any, any leader that I want to work with would take that 99 out of a hundred. Yeah. You know, I'm not one hundred out of a hundred. I don't know. I I never give a hundred percenter. I mean, there's there's. Many you told times. us how stingy you are with your ratings. Maybe I'm sitting. Yeah, you like, never. No, maybe you're not I am. You're an eight point five. Fifteen unnecessary meetings in a day. Okay, I'd probably rather not be busy today. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. I think it's what it, and it's so much of it's like what you choose to like. What what is making you busy what is it that you have on your plate not that it's overflowing visioning right? too much vision on your plate i'll take those yeah. visions off yeah yeah and some of it's it's, yeah prioritizing dumb. you know yeah. i think i think and I when we that. do these l10s like check-ins and here in like around the room for professional highlight just busy so busy you know that and I think almost staffing, that's another one that didn't make it on here. Should have, uh, you know, because you know we got low staffing. Oh, damn. How have you quantified that lately? Right? Mm-hmm. We need more people because we're so MFR. MFR? <laughs> Don't ask me, MFR. <laughs> we should have a meeting after this. All <laughs> we can discuss how to meet about it later. <laughs> Go for That's it. Good. I want. <laughs> I'm an RSVP tentative. Oh yeah. Do uh, not re- do not respond. Do not send the response. I, I, <laughs> I'm in. Do not send response. I will. I'll just leave it blank, and he'll be like, I I don't know. I don't I, know. Is it on his calendar? Damn it! I've gotten better. I've stopped doing that now. I send the response every time. Good stuff. Good. Good stuff. Girl. Jeremy, what's your number two? <laughs> My number two, uh, it, it's probably uh, evolved, you know, slightly being in the role we're in now, but like, I would say like the, the Peace Corps gene, or I would say like uh, just a basic general misunderstanding of any type of business principles. Um, like when it comes to, you know, not understanding productivity or efficiency or uh why like you said like wild salary responses like requests uh i want a hundred thousand dollar alter g um yeah maybe just like that whole encapsulating conversation of just not understanding really the business of what we do um yeah oh yeah I feel like if I get you. if people did understand that, I feel like it'd make our jobs so much less busy. <laughs> but listen, no. you know what I'm upset about right now? That we're we're we, I'm mad at myself. I put together a whole top five of us bitching, you know, Why? over stuff like this because you know. Oh, don't worry, Mike. That's what it's we, on it's me. What we signed up for, right? It is. Oh yeah. Well, what he doesn't we mean you can't up. have pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it have yeah, to be true. rainbows <laughs> and cattails. Yeah, no. right? yeah, yeah. I think for the most part, it's not like more alpha, all all alpha male driven. Like, damn it, I wish you know people stop wasting my time. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be the I hear it. Maybe, maybe our, 
Maybe next week's our top five leadership blessings. Oh, I think Ooh. I already got a top, top five. Hashtag bless. Barrel for that. We already do. We already yeah, do. We're going to have to bump. You want to really bump DMX off it? Oh, no way. No way. DMX didn't make it yeah. into mine. Uh, <sighs> all right. Yeah, that's my number two. My number one, uh, this one is a true pet peeve of mine. This one frustrates me every time it happens um, and really angers me. It frustrates me as the day goes on. Um, and it just builds and builds. I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, get to it. it. Get to it. And it happens out. way too that often. Thing. What does um, the, the Sith Lord say? Let the even flow. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the, again, I don't know what a title I would give it to, but it's like holding blame in your back pocket. Like, it's so frustrating when it's yeah. like, hey, I got an email from so-and-so that they said that they were having this issue with you. Well, so-and-so doesn't do this. Okay, I got a few things here. Uh, number one, uh, so-and-so not doing that has nothing to do with you not doing your current job that you're being discussed about. Uh, two, if you've known so-and-so is not doing this correctly for weeks or months, why am I only now hearing about it? <laughs> and, you know, it's it's so frustrating. It's like, let's take care of the problem at hand. We don't need to... Not only, like, making excuses is frustrating, but, like, throwing people under the bus for other things to try to, yeah. like, shift my focus. Like, you think I'm going to forget that you haven't done your time card correctly for a month because uh, the time card person forgot to give you PTO in November of 2020? Like, that's not, that's like, not the same thing, you know? Um, it just frustrates me. This It's not productive. Um, I think it makes you so come... holding on to you're saying so the issue is holding on to a grudge, or I wouldn't even say it's a putting blame, blame. It's in trying the back to, pocket, it's trying to deflect. Like, I caught the blame, bait, the bait and switch, yeah. okay, accountability, like a redirect switch. Gotcha, uh, that's like, what I would call it. Like, you would be like, Hey, like, that's Nick, you would send me an email that said, Hey, you know, uh, Jeremy's uh jeremy's not getting his productivity numbers up and i would go to jeremy and i'd be like hey jeremy like uh i, I noticed you haven't been nick nick kind of let me know that your productivity has been dipping lately and it's like well you know i i asked for that uh ultrasound to be approved like two months ago nick hasn't done that yet yeah okay so yours is very egregious i get it it's a very very like I don't know. Yeah, it's a lack of accountability, but then also, also then concurrently throwing somebody under the bus to take. Yeah, I see the throwing under the bus more. And also, again, you'd be really annoyed. No ownership. Nick Nick hasn't done that. Like, Nick hasn't approved that ultrasound, and you haven't let me know now two months in advance. I mean, these are terrible examples, but like, okay, like you're obviously, (laughs) like, it didn't bother you until Nick got you in trouble about something so now you're going to try to get nick in trouble like, like the, ooh, get so out of petty. jail free excuse that's yeah, interesting like, i'm not go, get, ran into go that. get nick go get him. I can think of. get him like i i get it i get it big when it comes from corporate down to staff and back and forth like it, it's just this 
well, they haven't done this. Uh, okay, well, that's that's a different issue. Let's table that and yeah, fix the current issue we're talking about. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna forget that you are doing this thing correctly. I think there is like, like hmm. it. It makes yeah. Me I can I mean, I get where you're coming from, and I think I could segue to my number one because it's not far off. My number one is redirecting from the actual issue or problem at hand. So yeah, if I'm going to come in and be like, you know, sit down and be like, come on, Case, man, we've been talking about productivity week after week after week. You're still down. And then have it be like, and, and then last week you guys were still like 74.6, right? Mm-hmm. Like we really got to get better. And it's like, yeah, but did you see that our patients were up? Like we had 10 more visits than we had the week before. It's like, yep. Okay, good, you know, but but we're still eating up a lot of downtime with this, right? It's like, well, yeah, but I don't know. We just had some people have some tough cases, right? You know, tough some tough evals. It's like, okay, for the whole quarter, because we're talking about average now, uh-huh. you know, and last week was, again, falling into that pattern. And just constantly, like, let's not talk about the issue because I'm not good at this. Like, right, we've, we've recognized that I'm not effective now. At solving this one problem that we've deemed to be important, we've collectively agreed it's important. And so I'm gonna instead, like, I don't feel comfortable about talking about that. So let's talk about these other things that we've done all right with, whether they matter or not. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they're great things, right? Mm-hmm. But it's really not. It's not the issue at hand, right? And again, I think the root of it's like avoiding accountability. It's about it's it's avoiding ownership. You know? Mm. Thanks wow. for stealing mine, you dick. Was that yours? Yeah. Was it really? That's my that's my number one. Lack of accountability. Man, aren't we You're all? I don't apparently care about accountability at all. <laughs> I, you know what though, Casey? I would argue yours was like yeah, that's what I, I was not taking accountability. I thought this was going, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're redirecting it. Like that's what I but took from just, it. That's what I did too. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, Maybe we're not hearing you correctly. Again, it, like it's one of my frustrations earlier when you hear the crickets. I'm obviously not communicating my message well enough. That's on me. Are we, I will okay, get so better at Ours that. is different from yours? Uh, yours is a piece of mine. Mine is this very specific example of a lack of accountability. So yours is a piece yeah. of mine. Yours is a granular example of mine. Mine's more broad. Let's mm. go. Okay. Yeah, see, I would have felt like yours that. and Nick's were like identical. Because I can mm. I can give more. Really? No, Casey Cause... when when because he's naming like he I get where Casey's going, like where they're going as far as like naming another individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine I don't really run into that as at, at all, really. But yeah. what I'll run into, and I'll use another example, it's like when we had a report on you know metrics, and it's like, well, yeah, we're down, but as you know, staffing's been really hard. <laughs> and you guys have heard me say this. Well, objectively speaking, if staffing's hard, we should be the most Your productivity should be crushing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and what's even worse is when other leaders just accept it because yeah. they don't want to confront, even when they know better. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, seriously? Like, you're going to let that garbage can answer, like, suffice? Pass. Yeah. 
know? Yeah. My more mine's more like a game of tit for tat. Like yeah. that's shitty. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, very frustrating. And the yeah. lack of accountability thing, sadly, is common. Um, but probably like in some ways, and that's probably the crappy part about it, like you almost expect people to tell you bullshit, <laughs> you know, in some yeah. ways. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to bring this to somebody because it's it's probably more rare for somebody to go, yeah, I'm not doing that. Here's the steps I'm going to do to get better. I'm going to have it done in a couple weeks. Like, that's pretty rare to come with the staff the first time with a problem and get that answer. It'd be great if you did, but I would say the accountability thing or lack thereof or redirecting, however you want to say it, is more common. Yeah. I mean, it's... Can I get you Jeremy? Jeremy, that. can you explore yours? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, lack of accountability? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give some of your um, examples. Um, I would just say, like, <laughs> well... You know, we're doing our wig wig planning over again. Um and uh, uh yeah, is I was Janet just like, aware of this? She's gonna be pissed if you haven't turned that board in. Yeah, I turned it in. <laughs> <laughs> it was garbage. I turned it, was, it in. Uh, it was garbage and it was late by me too. Um <laughs> we'll do better, uh, Janet. We'll yeah, do better up God. here. <laughs> oh sure she's a big need to be better. She is uh shout out if you want to be a guest uh, we can have you on oh my oh my (laughs) but ptshop.doc at gmail.com let's go um no i'm like you know we go through this planning process and and uh a couple years back we had it was gonna be like well if, if we all set these like personal goals for us like then then like we'll be you know like in a better place and then like our, our care will be better because like we're in a better mental space and we can help be accountable for each other. This is getting super specific, but it's like, um, like we had people that were like, I'm going to go for a 10 minute walk every day, or I'm going to drink 20 ounces of water. What? I heard that today. Sure. <laughs> by RM that that's common in there. It's super good. It's going to be, no, awesome. but how about this? 20, 20 ounces. I'm going to drink 20 ounces of water. <laughs> you have your doctorate. That's, that's your goal, but it's even better than this. That's your goal for self-care. 20 ounces of water daily. And then we didn't hit it. <laughs> we didn't get to it this week. So I jumped on after I had step out, talked to Casey today. Casey and I met, I hop back on and I catch the very end and it's like super positive and I'm awkward, right? Cause I just bounced out of this meeting for what was it? What did it be in case we talked, we had our meeting went long, hour like almost hour. an hour and I hop back in and I catch the tail end of this and this is an RM just joyfully speaking about, you know, heaping praise on these ideas of taking care of oneself is just going to make them cause we know. And the statement, the statement that they finished with is, is we know that the better they are taking care of themselves, the better of an employee they're going to be at hitting their goals. And I looked around and like 75% were like nodding along. I give up a big shout out to Dan and Z is just like <laughs> me. He's like, okay. And then I'm, I, 
like read, reading the room. I'm like, well, I ain't gonna <laughs> spout out right now, but I couldn't disagree with this okay. crap anymore. Right. But they, like, you know, again, it'd be like one thing yeah, if it was like, it's like we're, and we're there, hitting and there, it, right? And, yeah, like, and they're and they're habitually doing way it. under. Their their regions like habitually way under. It's all like staffing. It's like but again, I'm, we're just it's allowed to happen. You know, and it's like I'm not necessarily poo-pooing the self-care thing, but it's no, like oh, how great. low how low the bar was. And then like and I like I said it point blank to our staff this year. I was like, listen, like these have been our goals in the past. Like I'm not taking a half hour a week to hear why we didn't do these really, really simple goals that should just be like general like health habits that we can have. Like we shouldn't need a meeting to say I sh- I should drink more water. Or do you oh, find another you, outlet? You, you can find drink- somebody somebody passionate yeah. about it. Go go put like a whiteboard up and and like yeah, make correct. that your little come into work early and be like who who drank their water? Put an X. So my Gallup right? scores are probably going to be down this year because of it. But I'm just like I just I I think guys I'm going to say this point blank. I just think we're a little bit better than that. I think we're a lot a bit better than that. Like we should be able to hold ourselves to a higher standard, and then, uh, it's my fault, and I'm mad at me. Yeah. But you let that shit as happen. you sh- as you should be, as you should. You did soft ass leader. Yeah, <laughs> and that I'm gonna come in hot. We have stand up tomorrow. I'm gonna yeah. be dropping mfers oh. and uh, your oh. green your green piece is <laughs> too strong, up. Jeremy. <laughs> Are you listening? You need yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm serious. Throwing water balloons in their face. There's your 20 ounces. Get to work. <laughs> Boom. Dude. <laughs> just queue up Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Always be closing. Like everybody references the always be closing part, but when he flips the board <laughs> over and it's like a or whatever, and he goes through that, that's money too. Like, <laughs> are you interested? <laughs> I think you are. No, I think you are. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, no, thank you to listeners for letting us vent. Hopefully, you had some chuckles about this stuff because we're really not dicks. I mean, in real life, we're just you know, we're weak like everybody else and human, and you know, mm-hmm. that stuff becomes your fuses become shorter with certain things. I don't know. They get longer with others. Yeah. They do. Also true. They do. Also true. Yeah, it gets bigger. Cup gets bigger. We promise next week will be much more lighthearted. It's <laughs> good though. I I like vitriol. So is that, is that how you pronounce it? Vitriol. 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 I think sounds better. You need like a British accent. Vitriol. I'll work on it. Sweet. I will work on it. Potato. Potato. Mm-hmm. He. He. Accountability. Yeah. He better. <laughs> say vitriol <laughs> next time you guys see me. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll get it. Yeah, we, yeah, we need to be better about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> PT Shop Talk. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Check us out on Facebook, PT Shop Talk, Twitter, PT Shop Talk One. Uh, hit us up on Gmail at PT Shop Talk at gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube. Surprise, surprise, PT Shop Talk. Uh, until next time, I'm Casey Hansen. With me as always, Nick Doling, Jeremy Van Kloppenberg. Thank you, everybody.